0: The following content contains adult subject matter, including sensitive material, and is intended for adult consumption only. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Therefore, discretion is advised. Welcome back to Breaking Down with Allie Colbert, you guys. How's everybody doing? Wednesday's here, which is basically Thursday, which is essentially Friday. It's Saturday. Happy weekend. I'm Oprah. There's a car under your chair. Look under your seat for a key to a Toyota. Um, You guys, you guys, today on the show, I've wanted to have this person on for so long. Like When I started a podcast, I was like, I want this person on the show. They're so funny. Comedian, of course, even though a lot of funny people I know are not comedians, but so funny, so brilliant, so easy to love. It's Nikki Glaser. I've looked up to Nikki Glaser for so long. Nikki, like, complimented me after I did my first Tonight Show, and it meant so much to me. She's just fucking talented and awesome, and we talk all about sexuality, and it does get juicy. It does. We talk about relationships and... How we 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 share some views, some of the same views on them, and we talk about kids and having them and not having them, and stepping into music, which feels vulnerable, and work ethic and our value being attached to our work, and it's really one of uh, my favorite conversations I've had on the podcast, and I know you're gonna enjoy it. So if you guys could follow the show on Spotify for exclusive video of the episode or follow the show anywhere else to listen to the show, that would mean the world. Breaking down,
1: breaking down. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How What's, are you? Wh- when did you get I'm, start- like, feeling so good because I did... I just got done with, I'm doing like press for F Boy Island this yes. week, which is like making a show is, you know, it's it's the best job ever. Obviously, I'm not complaining, but like making a show to, is like hard or whatever, but like promoting a show is like... Exhaustive. It's exhaustive. But it's like, I did five podcasts yesterday, 90 minutes long each, five back to back. Crazy. Five podcasts? Uh-huh. Um, and then this is only one of two I'm doing today, but it's actually, podcasts are fun. I just did it... Um, the talk on CBS Uh and it was like live. And that's always like, you just, I get more nervous for, not nervous, but you know, just more anxious about it and it's over. So now I'm like feeling so relaxed and like, I'm so just happy to be in a space where I'm like talking to just a funny person. Who's cool. And a podcast are just so much easier. There's so much more, you know, this this is conversation. It's not produced. I don't know where you're going to go. I don't have to. And if it's not good, I can be like, well, I wasn't prepared. Yeah because exactly. that's not the nature of a podcast. I like things that keep you from feeling lazy. Yes. So like podcasts are good because you can't prepare.
0: You I actually hate when you do a podcast and they have you gone on a podcast and they have you do prep work before.
1: Yes. And uh, I'm like, and I never do it and then I forget and then out they're out of like, your so mind. so you have the four questions, right? And you know our last segment and I'm like, "Uh-huh." I don't know what we're going to do. But then we get to it and I go, oh, I'm just going to wing it. Yeah, I don't want to Why do would work. I
0: ever do homework for your unpaid podcast? <laughs> are you out of your fucking mind? They're like, we ask this question every week. I'm like, I don't care unless I'm going on Howard Stern. I'm prepping nothing. I know. It's,
1: that's the thing. But, uh, and when you do these talk shows, you have like a pre-call with the person and they right. prepare every answer. And it's good. They always go well and they're very like joke heavy. But podcasts are just, that's why I like stand up. Because I don't have to memorize any lines, and I can always be unprepared, and I can always have an excuse that if it's not good, I didn't prepare. And but I, you feel like, like you're really not couldn't. prepared for something? No, you're prepared. Not really. Like, I kind of go in and wing it every time. And, I mean I know not- your bits. I know my bits. They're memorized. Yeah. yeah. And so I always have... And I've been doing it long enough that I have hours and hours of material that I can just pull from uh-huh. in a moment's notice if I need to. But I'm not, like, good about looking at my notes beforehand. Like, I... I don't like revising, reviewing, preparing, or just, I don't like any kind of preparation. Yes. I I don't like having to look at it afterwards. That's why I used to like stand-up, because you never had to like, you did a show and then it's over. It already happened. That's why I like, I just did the talk. It it, it was live. Right. I don't have to like see it later and go, or I don't have hours of like, what did I say? Is it going to look Like, I just don't, it's done. But now stand-up, you have to like look at your tape and- Watch clips Ugh, and review it, and it's I don't want to see things. I just want to. When people take a picture of me and they go, "Do you want to see it?"
0: No, no, I never want to see myself. You're gonna
1: ruin my night. I want to see this in. Two... I want to see this in two or three weeks, like we used to in the '90s when you d- develop. I don't want to sound like like I was a kid in the '90s, but you develop film <laughs> and it takes like three weeks to get it back, and in yeah. that time you can convince yourself. I don't look like that anymore. Yeah, no. I changed. Those But if you angles. look good in it, you can go, that's me. That's still me. <laughs> but like in the exactly. moment, when you look at yourself right after, I, there have been nights ruined because I'm just like, I didn't know I looked like that. And this is my outfit. And then the whole night is, is off. I don't want to see Coming pictures. from the hottest female standout. Like figuratively, literally, like what are you, what do you mean? Like, she's the hottest one on the scene.
0: No, like literally, like physically, the hottest female stand up. The fact that, that you, so much. the fact that you are like talking about, like, I'm like, you? Yeah, Do but, you like, see the reptiles we're up against. That's, <laughs>
1: that's that's really nice. I think there's there's some really hot ones coming up though. Like it's it's now uh, uh, and and I, I, I'm, I'm happy I, for them, but I also now want to just cut them down. Oh yeah, like whenever I see Brittany Schmidt, get out of here. Brittany Schmidt's my girl. I know she's funny and she's hot, and I don't like it. She actually get
0: the fuck out of here. I actually was just texting her last night. I was like, I'm nervous to have Nikki on because <sighs> I look up to Nikki, and also you're nice, and I'm like. It's like, I'm like, aren't you going to be a cunt?
1: No. That's why you
0: shouldn't be nervous. You know I'm nice. I
1: know, but I'm like, you're hot
0: and funny. Why are you not cutting me down? Because
1: I got hot late. And I'm not hot, by the way. Like, I I was in two hours of hair and makeup. Fake eyelashes, spray tan, fake hair, clip-in hair. That's fine. Like, styled. I'm not asking you to be hot right when you wake up. I'm telling you right now you're hot. Okay, thank you. (laughs) I'm just saying it took a village. Yeah. And, um, but... I, uh, no, but the only reason I, the, the, I'm nice because I wasn't hot. Like, right, right. You know, that's why anyone, I'm guessing Britney wasn't hot. So, Britney, so life.
0: Brittany was like, oh, she's following me. I didn't follow her. I'm just gonna follow her back. I didn't know she was following me.
1: She wasn't, fo- I did see that she wasn't following me, which always follows you sad when night. I like really like a new female stand up, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Are you not looking up to your elders? Like, am I not an influence on you, Brittany? Yeah, because I feel like I might be. Right, saying some crazy, but I, I don't take it person. I, I, maybe I took that one personally, but I, wow. I and I probably didn't follow her at first because I was like, you. I think you have to follow me first, bitch. But then last night I saw a clip <laughs> of hers and she was so funny that I was like, I'll, I'll look up to her. I don't care. I'll be a fan before she's a fan of mine. That's like, so. And you're she might involved. not follow. Like I didn't. I didn't get into it like to look at who she's following, like oh Taylor Tomlinson, but not me. Like I didn't get into that, yeah, because I don't want to hurt myself. Yeah, but I'm, I'm that would hurt I'm, you. I'm, yeah, it would hurt me if she was following like Whitney Cummings, Eliza. Eliza, um, do you have Taylor, an, do you, like, you have al- a thing with Eliza where you're like you're a blonde? People just confuse us and get us, you know. Um, people compare us a lot, but no, I don't. There's no like thing. Um, I think she's she's hot. She's funny. She's I mean I will go places and like they're like sign the wall and it'll be Eliza and she's written like sold out three shows love you guys and I'm like half sold killed it thank you can't wait to come back like I sold out 50% of this show like I always write underneath it because she's she's you know insanely successful and so and I'm yeah. always like right behind her both in the business and um on the theater tours but uh no it's um yeah with female comics like it or not, there's a competitiveness to it. Like I don't feel as competitive with male comedians. Yeah, but I've talked about this a lot. I I think when I was more insecure, I'm I'm still always insecure, but I'm just fighting it. Like when I first saw Brittany or someone like, um, Kate, uh, what's her name? Blamford. Wait, C- Catherine yeah, Blanford. Catherine Blanford. Um, Katie Hughes. Yeah, she's a new one that I saw. Ali Colbert, obviously you, but like I'm 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 yes. Um and um, who was the other one? Uh, Caroline Benowitz. Like these girls that are like so extraordinarily funny and like in my rearview mirror, you just want them to go away, right? Like yeah, of course. Taylor Swift's song, nothing new is all about that. Like I'm, everyone loves an ingenue. They're gonna forget about me. (laughs) Um, and the truth is, they will. Like everyone goes, no, there's room enough for everyone. Don't worry, don't be competitive. Lift other women up. Yeah. I'm sorry there isn't room enough. Like No, I don't think so. I uh, disagree. It's it's fine that there but let's just be honest about this. There are there's still like these things of like one woman per show and sorry, when they're casting things, there aren't they don't make every character twins because they want to put two women in that role. Like it's one <laughs> role that you are up against these other right. blonde, tall girls or whatever they see for the role. So um. Yeah, when I see another blonde – it's. I think uh, I was naming blondes because it's like that's, uh, that's an either – even uh, more acute right version of my insecurity is like blonde, white, funny girl. Right. Dark, funny, white girl.
0: But I really don't think do – because I, I don't think men think this way. Men don't – men, I think, feel that it's mm-hmm. a buffet and that there's just room for everyone and
1: it can keep coming. Well, now they're mad because of like – you know people they're being inclusive and so right white men are now complaining that they're they can't do anything and but that's I think it, bullshit i mean there's some tr- like they're they are getting passed up because people want to have more diversity on things so yeah there's less room but there's still there they still have two or three white guys per show it might it might have used to be seven or whatever you know so it's, right it's still more than the rest of us get but um yeah i mean i i wonder if men look at men are competitive though like extremely with each other and jealous but I I just lean what I was saying what I was trying to say and then I forgot my point of view was that (laughs) women that threaten me I try to like promote now like if I see something funny I just put it on my stories even though I want to do the opposite. Yeah. Like I want, I really want to mute them. And make them <laughs> I, ha, I have oh, girls I muted this. that I will never, that won't show up on my feed. Because I've forgotten I've muted them. Oh, it's the best. And I like will see them and I go, oh my God, they're still around. It's amazing when you mute someone and they really do disappear from your thoughts. It's
0: so effective. It's, it's yeah, I've killed think, you off in my subconscious. People
1: don't think it would work. I wouldn't think it would work. Because okay. I've been obsessed with these girls or these the guys or whatever it is that I'm threatened by or fixated on. And then you mute them just to try it out and you really forget they
0: exist it's amazing it's such a good tool i like if i revisit someone's page obsessively they feel so alive in me i'm so triggered and then i muted them and then i was like i felt weird that i muted them because if i was gonna miss out on something like the competition of it yes i was like oh fuck they're gonna like pass me
1: yeah and i'm not even gonna be like privy to it
0: Yes. how can i stay up to this but then
1: i was like no it's all this is all fake it's that's really interesting i feel the same way of like I want, I want to torture myself. I want to see what they're up to so I can feel... Fight. So I'm yeah, in the fight. So it gives me that anxiety to like, okay, now I got to start moving. But it t- doesn't tend to motivate me to see other people succeed. It tends to make me feel sad and want to eat. Me, eat <laughs> and want to eat. And want to eat.
0: Yeah. I, it,
1: it doesn't inspire me. Like, you,
0: it's a fake... I think I have a limiting belief that like if I'm not super... Fu- if I'm fucking anxious about something, it actually means I care about it. That's not true. Right. And yes. that's how I approached stand up for 10 years. And that's like how I approached like the comedy seller, where I was like, if I'm not terrified before I go on stage, that means I don't care about this.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. But do you don't I feel was, like
0: when? No, I'm still terrified. But I'm like, that's actually not signaling that I care. I can care about something and still be like easeful with it and enjoy it. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Cause I don't get terrified anymore of things I, the way stand up used to terrify me. Of, yeah. Like, do I have the time? Will I remember my jokes? Like, all those initial fears in the first five years. Um, Now I get terrified if there's someone in the crowd that I'm, like, trying to impress, or, like, there's some, like, last night Sebastian was there, and, like, he got there early for a set, and I'm like, he has to watch me? like Horrible. Oh, no. Like, oh, and I felt so, I was was almost going to be like, will you go up before me? Like, you're Sebastian, like, I don't mind if you would bump me, but he like sat there and watched. And I, the whole Ugh. time, I'm just thinking about Sebastian. Like, what would he like? So I'm like talking slow, you know. Yeah. And like you're being like, a little bit. My fucking wife. I'm like, why does he want to watch him? Why am I doing? Yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I did. But, yeah, I, I, and I worry that if I because I stopped being so nervous that I got sloppy, and then when I got when I do get nervous though, I tend to do better. You know, when I care when I do care. But I I know what you're saying. Like you, you don't want to go your whole life in fear of doing stand-up. Like, there are some people that always, like, throw up before they go on stage. And they're, like, been doing it 20 years. They ne- they never get over the nerves. Some comedian, like, I... That I know and love has been doing it for probably thirty plus years, and he gets nervous every single time because he got into stand up because he wanted a sitcom back in the nineties. That's like how you got a sitcom was like right, but then he never got a sitcom and just like was like I guess I have to keep doing this thing that was like a means to an end, and he doesn't even like enjoy it. Oh well, then st- you should not do it, right? I know, but then the- but then you get to a point where you are like, I don't have any other skill. Oh my god, and this is like something that. I actually am good at like I don't know about you. I'm not good at anything else. Did you have any other talents? No, I'm not good at anything else. I mean, I've. Been what did full... you do before stand up? Did you always mm-hmm. want to be a stand up?
0: Nothing. Yeah, I always wanted to be. You a Did I always wanted to be a stand up? I started. How doing... old are you? Can I ask? I just turned thirty. Oh, okay, yeah. I always wanted. And I can a... ask. I always wanted <laughs> to be a stand up. I started doing stand up at NYU when I was like eighteen, mm-hmm. and then so I got kind of good a month ago.
1: Like <laughs> I know it's that's the truth. <laughs> like you
0: know what I'm mean? like? Okay, so I was like. Really, really bad forever. Maybe I'm decent now. Oh, like, fine.
1: I... 12 years. Yeah, tw- you've been doing it 12 years. Yeah. That's... Then you're... Yeah, you just got there. I'm, like, Thanks. kind of
0: okay. <laughs> it's so true. But you know what's amazing is, like, you'll see someone who's been doing stand-up for three years, and they're, like, headlining, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how are you doing an hour? Au- I don't understand how you're doing an hour, and then you watch the hour, and then you're like, oh, you just feel comfortable calling that an hour. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm like oh I could do that. I could go on, but I would but I'm too self-conscious to think that that's believe okay. I can't the shit
1: people put out the crap people put out and yeah. call it good. Like I mean in in any kind of inner, like music, but in stand up that's where I can kind of judge it harshly. I that that is the difference between I think me and people who are super duper successful in like a TikTok way or like online way. Mm-hmm. I'm too embarrassed to put out stuff that isn't like polished and good yeah. and um it's it's cr- I don't I think I'm I even when I put out things that I I know are good because people have been like we paid millions of dollars for this to be made, and it's right. lit well, and it's we it's it's we're proud of it. We're promoting it. I'm even embarrassed to do it. Then I never think I'm good. Who thinks they're good? Uh, no one. This I, is weird. If you think you're good,
0: I don't trust your sense of self.
1: I I don't trust you as a comedian. Like I, you, uh, yes, I have been known to say I'm good at this thing. I'm good because I've been doing it a really long time, and like practice makes perfect, and you know it's enough repetition. You're really good at it, but. I'm constantly doubting myself. I'm constantly having imposter syndrome. I and I think that's what you should. I think that's a that's the you're a,
0: that's the right way. I mean, so okay. Then I, I was going to ask you. I was going to say to you, like, do you feel that you have arrived?
1: Yeah, I feel like when I do, when I host SNL, that's when I'll be like, okay, this is Nate a cultural state. Yes, N- Nate hosting SNL. At first, I was jealous, and then I was like, this just means. They're like thinking a little bit in my direction. (laughs) Right. You know, like this isn't out of the, if Nate's hosting, but also he's he's also selling out arenas. No, no, he's not. But he also, we have the same manager. Okay. And so there's a little competitive nature for me. Not, he doesn't give a fuck about yeah, me. But, like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. always, like, oh, dad likes him better. You know, right, like, right. oh, dad's going to SNL this week because his son, got, like, he feels like the successful son. Yeah. kind of, Nate and I are the same age, kind of came up in the same class of comedians. Uh-huh. But, um, no, I and I had that shift of, like, Nate's hosting SNL, like... Feeling bad about myself and like jealous. And then I was like, wait, this means that it's possible. It's this is I'm next, maybe. Right. Like it felt like, okay, uh, that was a healthy shift. Yes. Because at first I wanted to be mad. And then what did I do? Posted it on my story. I was like, I'm now excited, not just because it means I'm close, but like, fuck yeah, Nate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you fucking deserve it. He's so funny he's and he's so a good funny. person. And he's uh, now, he, I don't think he needs to be any more famous. I think he should be comfortable with what he's at. Yeah, like he's a a multi-millionaire. Yeah, you don't. He doesn't need any more. But I'm glad more people are gonna like him. Right. This is my thing. When is it enough? Like it's never. Most of the successful comedians I know that are more successful than I am, and I've talked to them. All they talk about is algorithms and money and ticket sales and door deals Mm -hmm. and uh, endorsement deals and uh, just they're obsessed with more and I'm like you have a hundred million dollars right why more when you can't spend that in a lifetime I think there's there's something really wrong I, I, I don't have that I am i can't imagine I, I I don't have the goal of like I need to be a hundred millionaire or whatever like I, I think it's just never you just go to the next level but they don't seem happy they seem like they still want everyone to love I don't even think everyone it will be enough then they'll go to space no like, it's not it's nothing I, but but
0: It's like, okay, my understanding of, because I've seen you share your parents all over your social media. Yes. And
1: it seems. I'm in an open relationship with them. I share them with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like
0: your parents love each other. Yeah. And they love you. Yeah. Okay. You are good looking. You're straight. What is the hole that you're trying to fill with stand up? Or did you always just want to be funny? Like where? Like, because I have this experience. My parents are together. Really? My parents love me. But you're gay. So there's I'm a gay, little so bit. I have of a... a little bit of pain. Yeah, there's pain. But you're not. A, you're not even. I a could Jew, be a little gay right? too. I don't know. Like maybe that's it. Well, like... I, th- I'm, I think
1: you're probably a little gay. But I was going to get so to that. Li- I just what? needed to like talk to you for like twenty five minutes before I was going to tell you that you're gay. Oh my god! But I appreciate that so much. Like I definitely think that. I, without question, could be bisexual. Like, there's just no.
0: Matt and I were like, when do we bring up the fact that we think she's.
1: Thank you. I, I've, because I've always, I mean, the way I've, about Taylor Swift. You're the Taylor Swift That's where the comedy. I was like...
0: She's hitting so hard on the straight note, and we're all like, she's bisexual.
1: Thank you. I, it means. Stop so doing much to me jokes people... about wanting to eat a pussy. No, I don't want And wanna... not be by, Or, and want, what, were you, well, what, what my, were you saying? my what joke were you saying? is that I, well, my friend Sabrina Jaliz was like, because I was like, I don't think I could eat pussy. And she blew my mind because she was like, were you psyched about sucking a dick? Right, right. Before you did it? And I was like, whoa. And no, you're not. And, and there are still some women that say to me, like, no, I still like dick more. I'm like, no one was excited about, you know, sucking dick. So I definitely think I could love eating pussy at some point in my life. But I um I really think I, I embrace that part of me that might be bisexual when I, with my love of Taylor Swift, where I was like, I think this goes beyond, like, I like her music. I want to be her. like. Right. I, I think I, like, I like I have a crush on her. Like, I think this is romantic. And it was funny because I brought my mom to one of her shows, and my mom was just kind of like, she knows her or whatever, but I uh, wanted her to, like, get indoctrinated with it. Yeah. So I took her to the gospel, and she, she was like, everyone is in love with Taylor Swift in this room. She was like they everyone's gay for her. Like yeah. it's and I think the reason that women get so upset about the people she's dating straight women <laughs> is because they're jealous because they want to be with her. I think so. And they want to hold her at night. And They want to hold it. They really do. Because yeah. I had to look at myself like, why am I so mad about Travis Kelsey? Like, oh, you're seems... mad about him? No, I was, but now I'm happy about it because I think so she's... So you posted with...
0: him on your story. Now every yeah, time yeah. you post anyone time. on your story
1: I'm going to be like, just she no was triggered I... by this before she fucking for... hated this. Yes, it's uh, always the case. Right. But yeah, now I like him, but at first I was just like, kind of like, why is she like with him? And I had to really examine it. And I'm like, I really do think I have a crush on her in a romantic way. And so if and if I was single and she wanted to like be in a relationship, without question, I right. would. And I right. and it wouldn't just be like, I guess I'll try this out. It's like, no, I could be a solid boyfriend for Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> like I know that. Um, and not to say that she would want that or like, and and I I would I want to be friends with her someday. So I hope if she ever sees this, please don't think that I'm like dying to make love to you. It's if not we, sounding we like out. that, but it's just I... like, but I I had crushes on like my my. In high school, I was longing for my girlfriends in a really romantic way. Like I would, I remember my parents. Like we went to France for a family trip once, and like I just remember listening to like Matchbox Twenty and like crying because I missed my girlfriend so much. And I'm like, that's gay. Yeah, that's fucking gay. gay." I and they were like, when they got boyfriends, I cried because. I was a late bloomer, though, to even be attracted to men, and I'm definitely horny for men. There's no question. So it's oh, if, and it's, you're a late bloomer to being a lesbian too. Yeah, it's, like it's you're all just late. kind of landing there now. Because there's so much shame about it, and I think that even me saying this now, I'm like, oh my, uh, like I haven't even told ta- like my boyfriend kind of knows that. I think he he's he's under the the impression that I like would be okay with like inviting a girl into our bedroom, but it's like. No, I I would want like a relationship. Like a, I'd be more into like you're not there and like right. if, if we're not to you know I don't want to I'm not interested in like going down on a girl for a guy's pleasure like I mean right. yeah actually I would be if you like whatever Whoever's... <laughs> I would do it. For, I, that's what would get me to do it for someone else or because I like loved them. Right. Right. Like. Right. 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 So I'm not like um, lusting over women all the time, but yeah, I think to to address like the hole inside me to the other hole. that I'm longing to fill, um, is I think, you know, even though my parents are still married and healthy, like, there was dysfunction growing up, and I think just a lot of unmet emotional needs, even though every time I say that, my parents are just like, what were we to do? Because they did give me a lot of attention and love, but it wasn't enough. Like, I just was needed more, I think. And so I think a lot of that was unmet. and, um, And being a late bloomer, being awkward, feeling, like, ugly. I felt ugly until, I mean, I still feel ugly most of the time, but always feeling, like, unattractive to men or to even women, just, like, not not being someone women wanted to look like, not being someone men wanted to have sex with. Not mm-hmm. that I even wanted to have sex with men. I just wanted them to want to, which is, like, still my thing is, like, just want to, but I don't want you to, you know? Um, <laughs> of I'm course. Caring. And um, so... <laughs> it's, all, it's all coming out. Um, And by all, I mean me. And it's, uh... No, it's... I think... <laughs> That, yeah, I, oh I can't really point God. to anything because I do love my parents. And I do, like, they're so supportive and so cool and fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, yeah, I was just a depressed person. I'm still a depressed Me person. Me too. And Me I j- get jealous easy and yeah. um, easily. And then I get... um you know, I just have low self esteem, and I don't know what it's from. I get the cold of the brain, yes, which gets a little less sympathy. Yeah, I would say yeah, of than course. other things. You don't get to get out of work for having it. It's not contagious. Although I try to make it yeah. contagious by talking about it so much. I'm just like try to make everyone else miserable. But right how yeah. do you get, how do you get out of it? Um Or it meds, just passes. Like I take eighty. 80- ADD meds as needed. Uh-huh. Like, I used to take it every day, but I was just like, blah, 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 and I was, like, making shows and pr- planning things and <laughs> producing things, and, like, I was, like, making too many podcasts, and, like, it just makes me, like, want to do stuff no, and, like, yes. get really creative and, like, I'm confident and I like myself and, like, and then the next day, when you're depressed, you, you have to like crash so fucking do those after. things oh, that yeah. you have put into motion. Yeah. Like you have to go on this call. Yeah, Zoom we should have a Zoom call. I, I know. I, may, I My manager, I have an idea for a show. Let's put this into motion. I'm 100% Let's do a lunch. And, and after that lunch, I'll go for a run. And after that run, we can hang out. We can get coffee. Yes. Yeah, it's and psychotic. So I only take it as needed now to get me out of those dumps because it instantly lifts me out. But then sometimes when I'm depressed, I don't want to be lifted out because you feel like I know the truth. Oh, yeah. I don't want to. Let me sit in my wound. I don't want to take this pill that's going to make me. Be like, everything's great, because when you're depressed, you're like, everything's not great, and anyone who thinks it is, is a fucking idiot. Yeah, you like, took the red pill in the
0: Matrix. You're like, I want to see the fucking truth clearly, all right? Yes, yes. Don't blue pill me, Neo. (laughs) Let me see things how they are.
1: I like seeing, yeah, because it, it just makes me feel smarter than everyone else. It gives me a little bit of a- It does
0: make you smarter than everyone
1: else. uh, I would, I would argue it does. Like, uh, the reason I don't want kids is partially because the world's ending, and- I really think that that's smart. <laughs> I think it's completely smart. But I You want to bring someone
0: into the world who's probably going to hate themselves, hate you, maybe talk to you one day, blame you for everything, take all of your money, take all your space. Why?
1: I, I so do You can you, see you a carbon copy either? of yourself? No. But you're, you're 30, so you're young enough that you it could like change you could change your mind. But when I was your age, I felt the same way and not, I haven't changed my it's mind. It's
0: not changing my mind. I have dogs.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm getting a dog maybe tomorrow. I'm going to see a dog that has one eye, What which I'm so excited about. Oh,
0: one eye. That tracks with your other pirate dog. What? Yeah, it does. Where, what happened to that dog?
1: Um, I gave my other dogs to my parents because I was, um, living in New York before the COVID and it was just, I moved there from LA. It was great to have dogs here, but in New York it was just too hard. So I asked my parents to like watch them until I moved back to LA or whatever. And then by the time COVID hit, I moved to St. Louis and I was like, can I have my dogs back? And they're like, Kind of like them, so they've kept them, and uh, and so yeah, I'm good. I'm. I think I'm ready though for. I think the maternal instinct in me of like wanting something to love and nurture is kicking in. Yeah, but I'm not stupid enough to commit to a lifetime of it.
0: No, oh my god, I'm getting like a
1: senior dog. It's gonna be like two weeks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. (laughs) Literally, I just want like a few months. Yeah.
1: Can we talk about your relationship? Yeah. So you were saying you are jealous. Yeah. Not jealous in a relationship. Ever. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Never. Like it's just so. So you're weird. jealous,
0: like in a professional sense, but then in your relationship, you don't have.
1: Nope. I like am the coolest girl. No one's better than me. He, if he chooses someone else, well, he's okay. Have fun. Like I don't. I don't care. So, and I don't think that he will. Um. And it's I'm open. Just, it's not, it, it's open, to, I've opened it for him to be like, go do what you want. Like, I don't care. And I'm also like, get. It's, this is like, I've talked about this a lot and people are probably like so like, ooh, stop touting this because. Oh,
0: sorry. Well, tell me. No,
1: no, no. Women, like women don't like this because women are generally super jealous and can't imagine what I'm about to say. But I don't care if my boyfriend were to have sexual relations with another woman as long as it didn't impact my like health. You know, like I, my so mental health clean, would not be affected. If he's
0: clean, he can he can do that. Yeah, and I don't care. Does he have to report back to you?
1: Yes, because I'm horny for it. <laughs> like I like hearing about it. I'm like, it's called when Memetic men are desire. into this for their women. It's called hot wife. Like they like to have a wife that's like hot, and, and guys want to fuck. Yeah, and it like makes them horny if guys are into their wife. And so I, it's called when women have it, it's called hot husband. So I have the hot husband fetish because it's not cuck. I'm not like in a corner, tied to a chair, like, stop fucking my boyfriend. Like, I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't even want to be there. I just want to hear about it later. And I don't care how hot she is. She can be hotter than me. She can be thinner than me. She can be, uh, she can not look like me. She can look like, I don't care. Um, because I don't look at sex, that kind of sex, hookup sex, I don't look at as, um, something that like they are going to leave me for it just because seems you're like gay. no i <laughs> do you think it's a gay thing do you think i'd be this way like let me hold on let me just think about taylor swift no i'm thinking about yeah i you... was in a relationship with her and she no you wouldn't want it nikki i wouldn't care i wouldn't care i just ran it i wouldn't care if she like hooked up with another girl is it because you're so obsessed with her that you would do anything to keep her no it's not about like it's it's not even about like wanting her to like have what she wants or wanting my boyfriend like Oh, I'm not enough for him, Doctor Drew. When he heard me say this, he had me like look him in the eyes and say, repeat, "I am enough," like a hundred times. No, I'm not. He thought that. it was about that. I don't think it's about that. It really is like it's for me. No, I to am, me, I'm, I'm competitive.
0: Sh- yeah, it's a mimetic desire thing. What's it's, mem- yeah?
1: It's it's that Mime-like. you like
0: you want a monkey with a lot of bananas that everyone else wants yes. to be around. Yes,
1: and but I don't care about like hot cars or cool clothes or like nice purses. And Material Being things. Being gifted to you? Gifted, sure, I'll take it, but I'll ruin it. Like, I don't care about <laughs> material things, like, to show my worth. But no, I do no, no, think no. that In having, a social like, a boyfriend hierarchy. that everyone wants to have sex with is an amazing thing to ha- Like, I want him to be desirable. Like, I just recently had a conversation with him where I'm like, I wouldn't mind if you, like, had, a, like, a flirty crush kind of thing going on with someone and that you told me about or, like, you could share little moments. Because I think that's actually the most, like... I'm scared of monogamy because those things go away where you just don't get to, you can have little flirts and stuff, but they don't go anywhere. And mm-hmm. it's like, and I, I, I miss that thing. Not for myself, but I just want to hear about it. I like watching it. I like, I watched, rewatched The Office before they got together, Jim and Pam, because I love that tension. I love the, the, the um, the movie, The Worst Person in the World. There's the sexual tension that just like, we can't be together, but we're, tr- we're we want to smell each other. Like those Like
0: I could not agree with you more. It's so hot. I have been in open relationships where literally my only desire in the open relationship is to have that ramp up with someone. I'm like, I don't even care about fucking someone else. I just want to be able to have that, like, crush, chase momentum Which is why monogamy is so fucking daunting. It's like that piece of me is the only part of me
1: that like spikes up and down that I'm like, this is so fun. I'm so with you on this. I I have always said that if you could sell the feeling of having a crush and not knowing like if they like you or not. And then like your hands, like your like arms kind of touching for too long. Like just, you know, you touch someone and like, but they keep it. And you're like, they like me. Like, because you just move it otherwise. They keep it. And you're like, like that kind of stuff. Like, it's so hot to me. If they sold that on the street. If that was a drug I could buy. Yeah. I'd be Skidrow. I would not I would not be able to function in this It society. is a drug. It is. You can't buy you can't buy it cuz I for me to have a crush it like takes a lot like I got to find the right person. Right. It's not something I can just get call up. I, I I know. And Thank that, God, because my life would be ruined. Because it is the highest high I've ever felt in my life, is having a crush.
0: It's so good. It's so destabilizing. Like getting those hits from someone you like. I, I mean, like
1: lose weight because I can't eat. Like me all too. of my uh, everything.
0: I'll give up everything. Ama- I, I'm like anything. I'll quit comedy. I don't care
1: anything. I don't care about anything else. Because I can quit comedy because comedy gives me that rush. I don't need that drug anymore. I know. I, all I have is you. And then <laughs> and then you kiss and you like have sex or whatever. And then it starts. Like, it, it plummet. Like, I love anticipation. anticipation. Like, um, when I go out to eat, like, the best part is, like, the dish being brought over and right. placed in front of me. Right. Christmas Eve is way better than Christmas. Like, I like the that thing. So I asked my boyfriend, like, will you just, like, get something going like that and tell me about it? And, like, I don't know. But the- why aren't you getting that going? Because why he's he not into it? that. And I do think, though, that there's a conversation to be had with him in the future of, like, because I know now that... I don't really want to have sex with someone, and like, generally these things are are I once it's once it is, uh, you know, once we actually hook up, it's over. I think that now, like, just getting to the place where I know it could happen is enough for me. Right. So I'm like, okay, if I can have a deal where I can like do stuff to that point, and this person trusts me to never take it to a physical level or a a, a really emotionally, you know, uh entangled uh moment where it's just flirty and it's just like I could yeah if someone was okay with me doing that like I think that's something I kind of might need I haven't told him yet so if you're watching this podcast babe um I think that's kind of something I need in a monogamous relationship of like you're allowed to flirt um you don't like maybe or we have like a don't ask don't tell kind of situation about I don't know like I could tell him about it I could not but I think that's I think it's really sad that we kill that part of ourselves, or should kill that part of ourselves, or have to lie. Lo- I don't want to lo- be in a relationship where I do that, and and it's not allowed, and I'm still getting away with it because I could. Everyone could get away with flirting at work and not taking it to a physical level, right. and not getting caught, right? But it still would feel indecent to me to have that going on if my partner didn't like, didn't want it to. If so I wasn't have above it. Okay. Yeah. The
0: strictest form of monogamy is so confo- confounding to me that like the couple makes this agreement. That we're not even going to acknowledge that we ever have a crush on anyone else, right? I, I'm I, like, that is ins like, are you insane? It's like, you're so crazy. You're going to like amputate this part of your humanity for the sake of relationship. Like, you can at least. Like, that is the agreement that, like, in this dyad, we we'll pretend we never have feelings for anyone else. Right. We can, How is that? It's
1: But it's pretend. Why would you want to live in that? And, like, I ask my—because I have girlfriends that are super jealous because they've been cheated on before. They've been, like, blindsided. I've never been cheated on. So I think this is— Easy for me to say. That's what you think. No, I'm I know. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But I, not to my knowledge, have I been cheated on. Yeah. And so it's easy for me to be like, I don't. I'm not scared of getting cheated on. On much else, because I think it's like almost like, uh, you know, getting into a car accident. Like you have trauma from it. And so my friends are so, they have such trauma responses to their men who are so loyal to them. Like I know these men would never cheat, but they like even the mention of an ex girlfriend or like a anything sends them into a tizzy. And I once said to my friend, I said, So in a perfect world, would you want your husband to only be attracted to you and no other women? Like that, only you. And she was like, 100%. I'm like, Ew, like that first, I don't, I don't, I would not want that. It's not fun to me anymore once I have something and I have, and I've, I've it's staying with me because I've caged it. I want my dog to be off leash and <laughs> hang out with me and walk by my side. How cool is it to have an off leash dog that could run away? <laughs> And doesn't. But yeah. people that are like, ah, the dog's always like get, trying to get away. The, it's not a cool look. Your dog doesn't like you. Yeah. And it's weird. Just be cool. The
0: off, and the dog will <laughs> stick by your side. The off-leash dog is amazing. And there's the risk of it getting run over by a car.
1: Yeah. It it might run away. At some point, it might see a squirrel that is so enticing that it, it can't help its instinct to run. Yeah. But at least you're there to witness it and you know about it. Right. And it's not happening behind your back. Yes. Right? And, but it's rare that that, like, I just, my, but my, I said to my friend, um, if you, I don't understand the delusion women put themselves through where they actually think their boyfriends or girlfriends are not seeing other people in a sexual light at all. Or like they, if I catch my boyfriend, like, checking out a girl's ass, I'm not like, what the fuck? Like. I'm happy because that means he's healthy. That means his body is functioning hormonally in the correct way. And if your boyfriend does not get horny for anyone besides you, first of all, he's lying. lying. Mm -hmm. But if he's he's not getting horny for anyone, he's not getting horny for you either. And he has to go get a CT scan because there's something wrong inside his body. It's not working because men should want to have sex with things.
0: Yeah, 100%. And also, aren't you into the fact that he's awake to choosing you?
1: This is the thing that – also, men need to be celebrated and respected for the fact that they – men really get off if you are like, thank you so much for not fucking other women. Like, I know you want to, but you have so much integrity. Men – the only thing men like more than pussy is having integrity. And if you shower your man with like – I read this in a book, but it really made sense to me. If men are like – If you acknowledge, like, I know that you want to fuck other things and it's part of your nature, but you don't because you're so noble and you have so much integrity and you love me so much. they Integrity is like like a war hero to them. Like, Mm -hmm. they feel cooler than if they could fuck those girls. So this idea that women are like, oh, I'm going to, like, congratulate a man for doing the bare minimum and not fucking other girls behind my back. Yeah. You should. Yeah, fucking you empower like, him. You shouldn't blow him every night for it and be like, oh my God, thank you so much. But like, acknowledge it a little bit that it's not in his nature to be monogamous and and, and, and not in a lot of women's nature to be. I think it's easier for women for some reason. I mean, but it's interesting to hear from you like where the whole U-Haul lesbian, like um, you guys just like, Get together, and then it does seem like you are shut off to the whole world. But that's not—that's a very uh, no it's myopic not. way of looking at things.
0: No, it's not true. I mean, it's because it's because lesbians. Well, it's it's just so easy for two women to become totally enmeshed. Yeah, and in yeah. the same in the same way that you you know were writing letters to your friends when you were in France, missing them so much. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're with another woman and you're dating her, it's like, well, I want to watch the same movies as you. I want to dress like you. We can share our clothes. We should get our nails done together. And what happens is then you're on top of each other and you completely lose the whole fucking charge. You know, yes. it's gone. We have no polarity anymore. The same reason you're frustrated by the, your husband is the same reason why you want to keep fucking him. It's like, I can't close this distance. but with Oh, lesbi- wow. You know, but like with lesbians, we demagnetize. And like, I get it, but it's because women are just like, it's so easy to be close with another woman.
1: Yes, it is. You know, but it, so find a woman that
0: frustrates you. If you're a lesbian, and then maybe you can kind of keep some sort of spark going.
1: Yeah. What has your relationship history been? Are you with someone now? What's...
0: No, I'm, I'm not any- with anyone anymore. I was engaged. We broke up. No way. Yeah. How long were you together? We were together two and a half years. And
1: how long were you engaged?
0: Mm, a year.
1: That's fun to be engaged, though. At least you got there. It was
0: really fun to be did engaged. Did you propose or did she? I proposed. I'm the boy one.
1: Okay. I
0: so. I did that. I proposed. Are you always
1: the boy one or did, like can it shift?
0: I become more and more the boy one. Got it. Yeah. Um, which has just been my journey. I don't really see it like swinging back. Um, I feel like I'm becoming more myself.
1: yeah. Are you looking to be in something? Like, do you want to be? In no,
0: a no, i'm I'm open, just
1: monogamous relationship. No, I need to just like uh, that's not the same thing, but you know, like a steady open relationship.
0: I, I need to just meet people that I have fun with and like focus on myself for five seconds because I'm always in relationships. Actually, instead of always being in relationships, I should say, I'm always in love with someone.
1: So fun to be.
0: I know, but it's, it really is my drug of choice.
1: Yeah. And it distracts you from everything else. Yeah. When you meet someone new and fall and yeah. And then the, the breakup is so painful that distracts you. So it's just a, it's a, cycle of not getting things done yeah you need to get done i know you have this thing going on crushes
0: are distractions i've been focusing on in therapy i have like the best fucking therapist ever she's like this like german 60 year old lesbian who just like sits me down and just like cuts me off at the knees she's amazing
1: whoa and
0: she'll be like if you're not integrating this then i can't come back
1: (gasps) she like gives you like homework she'll give me yeah oh my like what what have you been doing that what have you not been doing that she's been telling you to do or, like, what's some of her assignments, I guess? Like, I'm fascinated.
0: she will—and she actually saw Julian and I when we were together mm-hmm. to, like, see if we could, like, figure it out. And now she's seeing me alone. What's an assignment she gave me? I can't tell you on the air.
1: Okay. But, like, so I've had a harsh therapist before. Yeah. And it was—it was good for me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, I remember just, like, you know, I was really struggling with my looks at a certain time. And she was just like, "You're uh, you with not looks, a mo- you're not a model. You're not a model! She was just like screaming at me. You're not a beauty. You never were. You never have been. You can look good. You're not ugly, but you're not a beauty. She like screamed at me and it was, I remember crying like, you can't say this to me. Like, and, um, you know, I had a really beautiful sister growing up. It's like, and I was like, not pretty until like, I, you know, figured out how to like, you know, do makeup and, and take care of myself. Um, and so it has always been a complex, but she, everyone was like, Nikki, that's so mean. She can't say that to you. You are beautiful. And I was like, no, it was actually really freeing because- no one's ever just said exactly what I need, like the truth to me. Of like, right. you're not a model. You stop waiting for someone to be like, you should model. <laughs> like, <laughs> not that I've been waiting for that. Like, I'm a logical person, but like, there is some part of me that's like secretly you just hope, like maybe I'm like the prettiest person of lo- It's just gonna like happen, and you just have to accept what you are given, what your ta- talents are. And I just, I, she just shook it out of me, where I was just like, and she goes, "You should be glad. I, I, you know, I deal with models all the time. It was in New York City." And um, and she was like, "They're miserable. They're miserable. They're so much more insecure than even you are, because it, that's all. That's all. And it starts to fade, and they feel like they have nothing else to offer the world. And she was they like, don't. It's <laughs> a lot of them don't. The reason we are funny is because, like, you know, we felt less than in certain ways. Yeah, that's yes. it. Yeah. So models aren't usually funny, but my friend. I talk about this on stage and I talk about my friend. I have a friend who's a model who is really funny and cool. Like one of the coolest, funniest people That's ever. That's fucked up. It's like if you ever meet a model, a stunning person who's funny, they're, they're, something fucked up happened to them where that made them feel less than. So to go through that is to be a veteran of war. I mean, I, I say it on stage, but I think if you were molested, you should board planes before veterans. Like I think you've been through more horrible things. To survive that is insane. Yeah, And I, I think... I just wish more people were like, yeah, I was molested. Like, and more people could talk about it more frankly because it is, I think it's a badge of honor to survive that. But I think there's still much, so much stigma of, like, it might have been my fault. But, like, because why else would people not talk about it? There's still people that feel like it was their fault. And it wasn't. Yeah, I agree. And it I- wasn't even your parents' fault in some cases. But sometimes it was. Uh, yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. Just parents, just don't ever trust men alone with your kids. Like, I don't care if it's a pediatrician. I don't care if it's a gymnastics coach. I don't care if it's your brother-in-law. The swim instructor. Like, it's But it's hard because finding childcare and raising a kid is so hard and you need help and you have to trust strangers. Yeah. What are you going to do? We don't live in villages anymore where we all help each other. That's the other thing about having kids. I'm like, we're not meant to like raise kids with just two people raising You're kids. You're so not. It's so much work. It used to be, like, villages of people. We all fucked. We didn't really know whose kid was who, and we all raised each other, and that's wh- that's how it was supposed to be. Right. Now it all, and, and, uh, it's, it's terrible. It's so much work. I really, like, I-, I think it is dumb to have a kid. I think you, like, are, you. I can't believe you've made that choice. I know. And I'm not dumb, I just think naive. Yeah. But, like, you obviously took that risk, and a lot of people do know the risk. Like, they know, I know it's going to be a lot of work, but Every single time they go, it's worse than I thought.
0: They they never say, this but, is so great. No. This is, the, this is the best.
1: It's so hard. So I I really they have say, a lot of compassion. They I can't remember my life before. That's what they say. And is that a good thing? It's like, like that's a coma thing. It's not good. Yeah. They, and they all, I, I, I hate when women like hate women. I hate women like me who are child free that hate women that have kids. Yeah. It just seems like kind of a gross thing. Yeah, And because those women are like, in a prison of their own making and i'm not going to like make fun of you that now that you're stuck in this thing because you didn't think it was going to be that and now you can't get out and you're stuck and i have a lot of empathy for you like that would suck to, like me choosing comedy sometimes i think is a prison of my own making of like sometimes this is, business is really cruel and awful and i just want to be a teacher and have like a normal life but i do feel like i just I can't believe so many people sign up for it. but it's, I know. It is it um, is... Is it just conditioning? Or people just are deeply... Des- do, who's the happiest
0: person you know with kids?
1: Probably my, my sister's really happy. I think she feels really fulfilled. I do think it's fulfilling. And that is the answer. Whether it's hard or not, you have a fucking purpose. Yeah. You're responsible for keeping this thing yes. alive. Yeah, This thing that you love. This thing that kind of looks like you. It's like, that is purpose. And that is why people have kids. I say this joke on stage. But I say, like, I don't want kids because I my life already has purpose and yours didn't. And people like kind of laugh, like that's an outrageous thing to say. Clearly she's making a joke. No, I'm not. Like you didn't have purpose before you, there was something in your life that felt like I need, I need something to do because as humans, like when we don't have a purpose, we die. Like of we, course. we, we, we need have you read to have ever... a man's search for meaning. Yes. It's that it's all there. Like that's we, it. we need to feel like, why are we here? And I think after you get married, And you get done looking for a husband, looking for a career. Like, these are all things that are purpose-driven. Right. Finding my way in life. You get a career. You're like, okay, got it. Okay, and now this is kind of sucks, and I don't know if I really love this. But okay, I, now I'm going to find a husband. And you're like, oh, dating, and it's purpose, person. And then you find a, a husband, and then you get ma- engaged, and then it's planning the wedding. And that's like the biggest fucking, that's so much work. Right. And then you have the wedding, and it's a big moment. And then you go on your honeymoon, and it's still kind of like, yeah, like we're, ah. <sighs> and then you get back, and it that must be a very lonely time in a person's life to return from their honeymoon with their husband. And it's just very calm. Whenever I do a big event, the day after I always have a depression because yeah. it's just been like this big thing, and now no one cares anymore. The Instagram posts have been had; right, it's down the feed, and now it's just silent. And I think that's unless you have a baby, have this thing of like, what's next, a kid, and that purpose lasts for eighteen years and and on
0: and, and beyond. Yeah. I mean, as if they're they're nineteen and it's over. I mean, it's like yeah. I, I needed. Still, I'm like, mom, mom, yeah. What do you think about this? Like, it just it doesn't. And I fucking think that's end. a
1: big thing too, Ellie. Is that like when our parents die i think that's when we'll go oh that's oh, I need be, a kid that's going to be a problem for me it's mine's going to it's i don't let's not even talk about it no, I'm it's not going to happen to you either i in st louis it's going to be so bad it's not it's not going to be good but i do i do if i was going to freeze my eggs it would be for the fact that when my parents are gone i think there's going to be a, a moment that i regret not having kids when my parents you look are gone for your because i already in have family dish i don't need yeah I'd already, I already I already have this. And, but do, and do you have, oh, you have nieces. I have a nieces and nephews, but and I think the dog thing will fill a void, but I think that um, wanting to make a family that like someone around to celebrate holidays with when things get quiet in show business world and the calls aren't coming in, I'm not doing podcasts every day. I, I,
0: That'll be a scary time for us. Yeah,
1: I think that that is when people with kids, I'll go, you made the right decision.
0: But I know. want that. I want a grown kid.
1: That's what I want too. I want like a, a twelve year old that isn't too fucked up. Like that's the way I'm looking for a foster dog. i w I'm looking for a dog that's like five years old. That's no, like I want a twenty
0: two year old. They could drive, they could drink. Dog? They're no, by that. Okay. kid.
1: Yeah, kit. Oh, you want a twenty two. I, I don't do. Want, I 12. want like a friend that I can like I just want a friend. <laughs> I think I just want a friend. I just want a friend. I want no, I want like a. I want like an eleven year old girl and I wanna t- see girl? if I can get through teenage years with my daughter not hating me. I think I know that that like that's hellish. ambitious. And everyone says it can't be done. And there's a secret part of me that's like, but I could do it. I think we'd be best friends. But like not in a cool mom, like I let her smoke in the house kind of thing. Yeah. I think I could do it. But that's the delusion. Of course I couldn't. And she would become a drug addict and run away from home and all the things, even though I've been the perfect mom. Right. That's the thing that scares me. You see people who are the perfect mom and yet their kids still run away from home and are horrible. Right. I, I mean, them.
0: I'm surprised you choose daughter over a son. Yeah. Because I was in so much pain at that age. I
1: think I can fix it. You think you can I think fix I think I can. I really do think that I could. Studying Taylor Swift and how she was raised <laughs> and, and the woman she's become, I think that I, I would repeat what her mom, did what did her, what her mom parents did. what did her mom do? Just loved her unconditionally, gave her lots of attention, and believed in her and never put any doubt in her. Probably didn't talk about, you know, didn't. her mom probably didn't put down herself a ton in yeah. front of Taylor. Yeah. Like, I'm just guessing Taylor did not have a lot of people saying a lot of naysaying around and Mm -hmm. so i think that you can really i I went to the um my boyfriend produced the adam sandler kennedy awards uh yeah twain prize yeah and it was really interesting when i was watching
0: adam sandler receive
1: this award everyone was making the joke of like why this guy like why did this guy become so famous he's kind of like some he says talent but it's not like yeah pouring out of him all the time he's kind of like a goofy guy like so it's not like he doesn't undeniable have precise t- brilliance yeah he's a but we all love him and like obviously he's incredibly talented but it throughout the speeches everyone was making fun of like why adam like wh- and all of his friends and stuff and then it started being his family sharing stories and it was always and then adam talking about it his first open mic his brother took him to he bombed but his brother was like you were amazing can you imagine an older brother Who's not jealous of you doing something cool like That's that and beautiful. building you up and being like, "You got to do it next week, man." They didn't get you. You were amazing, and like it was all his family was filled with those people. So if you if you raise a child to just believe in themselves, themselves, and and and. And like, I just, I had a mom that thought she was fat. I had a mom that thought she was ugly. I had a mom that would go, Nikki, you can't do that. Don't do that. Like still mom, don't wear that. You can't say that on TV. And now I'm adult enough to go like, I'm going to do it times 10 and make you uncomfortable and prove to you that I can do this. But I think when I was young, it really, um, it, it, it held me back. I think I'd be a pop star now. Well, aren't, well, aren't you kind of a pop- I'm trying to be. You are. Later in my life. And not you- like a pop star, but I'm trying to be, like, a, pursue music in my own very slow way. But, yeah, I just think the only reason I'm not a musician now is because I didn't start young. Are are you, my thought about,
0: and you're a great singer, and I've heard you sing, and it's great. You're talented. It's okay. No. Thanks.
1: Thank just you accept Allie. it. Okay, I'm, Can you just I'm letting receive- it in. Thank you.
0: Um, can <laughs> you just receive yes? That- what, how do you feel about the fact that, like, as a comedian,
1: are you worried people are like, that's a joke that you're doing? Mm, I'm only worried that people are like, ew, cringe. Like, because music is so sincere. Yeah. It's so, to sing is to, like, you're moaning. You're like, oh, no, that's like what, what I'm saying. It's so, so you're- crying. Like, it's so sincere. And so it's like, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just worried about being made fun of constantly. I mean, that's always. That's why you become a comedian too, is just to get to the joke, before. to get ahead of it. Yeah, like right. I think da- someone said, Harry Shearer said, like you're just telling people why to laugh at you. Like you're, se- you're yeah, giving you get them- to be in control. You can laugh at me, but I'm going to tell you why. You know. And so I think that when I started singing, I just knew that P- I was going to get made fun of, and I did. Like they- I, Howard Stern was like, "This is so cringe. Why is she doing this?" Like. I released a song about Bob Saget and people like, and I just didn't care because I was like, I I hate when people attribute things to dead people just so they can like get attention. And they're like, Bob would have wanted me to put out this song. But I really, th- I heard Bob's voice of being like, who cares? Like his career was so eclectic and he did so many different things. He was like the sincere, sweet, saccharine dad on- full house but he was like this dirty comedian like he could hold both he's also a musician so i felt like okay i can release this song but i got torn to shreds by comedians and i liked that i did because i remember when i was doing it the friends that were helping me produce it were like don't worry about what people think no no one's gonna say that this is really good i'm like a hundred percent they will i'm a comedian i know that if i saw this i'd be like ew what is she doing i know and they did say that and it's the reason they said it though is because the guys that made fun of me, Big J Okerson and uh like the Skankfest guys. Okay. All those guys, they are emotional men. They really they love music. They're emotional. Big J Okerson loves to sing almost more than I do. And it, it I'm not going to say it was a jealousy thing, but it was for me when I see people doing things that I'm like, I wish I could do that. I want to do that, but I can't cuz it's such a bad luck. I'm not denying it's a bad luck. It it was and it was I'm not like it's so proud of that song or anything. But they're jealous that, like, I didn't give a fuck in that moment. Like, that's – because when I get – when I make fun of something and send it to my friends and go, oh, my God, this is so cringe what she's doing. Like, you know, like doing something where she's like, these are my new pants and, like, showing off – even though I think it's cringe and I think it's a bad look, I'm jealous she doesn't give a fuck that she might be being made fun of. Yeah. Because that's – that feeling of, you know, cringe – being considered cringe holds me back from putting out so much stuff. And I think that's what I get jealous of when I see that's I, my hatred is really just jealousy of like them having a I don't give a fuck attitude. Which right. I think is if, if I could have one superpower, it would be that I wouldn't care what people thought.
0: Yeah. And it's like when you own whatever it is you're doing, it's the most disarming thing because it's like you can't come for me.
1: And it's, it can't be faked either. I can't be like, I'm confident. Like it's either you have it or you don't. Like I've tried to fake confidence and it just doesn't, yeah. people can like see through it. It's just some kind of like, um, I don't know sixth sense that you have about people is this this aura of confidence,
0: right? So, wait, are you singing on the road now? Are you going to release an album? Like, what is the?
1: Eventually, I would like to, but I right now I'm like I do some comedy songs on uh, this upcoming season of F Boy Island and then F Girl Island. I wrote two songs because it was an opportunity to do it because we were mocking like the Bachelor. You know when they go on a date and they like walk into like a gazebo and there's like some. Musician you never heard of, and they're yes. like, Oh my God, Carl Stars. And you're like, Don't act like you didn't, a producer didn't just tell you to freak out about Carl Stars. No one's heard of him. And so we did a thing where, like, this they were on a date, and that I was like, I'm failure swift, and I like play a song. And it's funny, and I wrote it, and um, it was, like, the first song I ever, like, wrote by myself and sang. And so I'm, like, dabbling, but I got to do comedy songs first, and then I'll maybe get into, like, actually. But don't you want to write a, like. Yes, but I can't access yes, that you part can. of myself. You... I really can't. Oh, I can't, you can't, act... you can't. I can't write poetry. I can't access the part of myself that's, like, I can sing Taylor Swift songs all day long and love them, but I can't write about, like my feelings and metaphors for someone leaving or I, it's just too like, ew, do you think you're a poet? Oh, cool, Nikki. No, but that's
0: what I'm saying is like you probably can, but you're just in judgment of yourself. Yeah, right? it's the
1: judgment keeps me from ever even putting a pencil to paper. Oh. can't do it. I want to But see I want to do it. it I will someday after like ayahuasca or something. Like yeah. I have to start I have to start doing I'm doing ayahuasca. When? In a few months. <gasps> Fine. Are you like going to Peru or are you going to do it locally? I'm doing it locally.
0: Did you is it like a center? It's uh a spe- it's in Joshua Tree. It's like cool. a spe- Yes. Is not going to be the first time. First time. I, I've done like heavy psychedelic doses of like mush, like mushrooms. Yes. Um but I've been really wanting
1: to do ayahuasca. I have to. I'm scared, but also not scared. I think at this point I'm not scared because I'm I've been not. told like it's, it's. They're like you're gonna cry and want to die. I'm like welcome to every day of my life. That's <laughs> what someone said to me. Is they're like you kind of already are there. Like the things that I've yeah. seen on it. Like I feel like you already talk about. It. So I feel like yeah, I, I, I that's. Good. I but I hear people change after that in a really good way, and I think that might be. That's so. What? Why are you doing it? Are you setting an intention?
0: Uh, I'm gonna set. I mean, I just. It has just been something I've wanted to do. And, like, the place I'm in right now feels, like, generative of new things. Yeah. I'm on my own in a way that yeah. I haven't been. I live in Los Angeles. Like, I just, I don't, I haven't lived here for that long. I just feel like I'm in a when new chapter of my life. Um, Two and a half years ago. But okay. I'm just, like, I'm single here. No, yeah. I I don't know. I'm 30. I'm ready. I want to yeah. like I want to shake stuff
1: up. Oh my god, I'm gonna follow up with you. I really want to know how it goes. Oh my god, what I'm what so excited. Wait, have you done like like mushrooms? I've I've done a little bit, but it's always the second I start to trip, I like go no 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 no, and I like my brain like overpowers it and like pushes it down. You resist it. Resist it. What yeah. you resist persists. Um, yes, and I don't receive. Like I'm always yeah, like okay. Ugh, I can't. Like even like orgasms, I'm just like no, I don't want to be out of control ever. Like it took me so long to ever come. I still like struggle with it because I just don't. Because first of all, it's about the anticipation thing. It's over, and then I'll be sad because like this thing. I I heard you say
0: say I think on your podcast that you were depressed. You got depressed after you would come. Did you? Yeah. Like uh, well,
1: that was a thing that we were. I was doing for a while. I read this book about how like orgasms make people depressed because it's like doing whippets on your brain, and so you're like constantly oxytocin rush. Yeah, and so you're like depleting your brain. If you come a couple times in a day, like. You're going to be down afterwards. So it was about harnessing that. But I think that, yeah, now I just, um, yeah, I've, it's just, it all. I'm a pleasure delayer through and through. I just want to, I can't like enjoy myself until I've worked really hard for it or I just, um, and everyone's always just like, you need to like self-care, treat yourself. And I just, I don't understand getting a massage when you're not sore. Oh, wow. Like, why would you do that? It'd be a way, I want a massage to hurt. And I also don't understand going on a vacation when you haven't worked really hard and you're at the well, point of exhaustion. Well, that's fair. Well, but it's so
0: like, the point of exhaustion. I
1: don't even want to plan a vacation if I have work ahead. Of- My boyfriend keeps being like, "We got to talk about vacation." You know, it'll be coming up when we're done with this tour. And I'm like, I like it was our biggest fight we've ever gotten in. And like recently was because I was like, I don't want to go on vacation. Like I'm always traveling. Like every day, every weekend. Like I, don't, I just want to be home. And he's like. Jesus Christ, I want to go to a resort with you and, like, relax. But i well, that's just like, fair, though, if you yeah. want to, like,
0: relax at home. Yeah. So can he plan stuff and you'll accept it? Or are you, like, yes. stop, stop, stop?
1: Yes, I I do. I I That is, like, a good part of a relationship is that he is, like, a producer, a TV producer. So he can, like, he gets in there, produces, and then I just show up and I don't have to do a lot of the work. But he's always, like, why do you plan girls trips, like, all the time? Every time you have a chance, like, it's, like, all your girlfriends going somewhere and, like, because I My pay day. for those. Tra- <laughs> God damn! It, I wish I would have made that joke. That's so funny. <laughs> um, because, I, yeah, I don't know why. Because you know what? I get nervous with him that he really likes to like travel and like go see things and go to museums and like climbing hills and stuff. And yeah. like, I always think a vacation is going to be like work, like tourist work. Because he does like to do those things. But he was telling me like. It doesn't have to be that. Like, I'll do a vacation that you want to do. And I'm like, well, then right. we need to invite some girlfriends and their husbands. Like, I like, I like having lots of t- people to talk to. Like, I like talking about, I like doing this kind of conversation. Like, I like having in-depth conversations. And, like, we can just watch TV at home. Like, what me and my boyfriend enjoy doing, we do have good conversations, but we need other couples there. So um, that was a big <laughs> fight that we had. And, right. And, yeah. So
0: stillness is the problem.
1: Yes. Yeah. Do you relate to that?
0: Yeah, I relate to that, but because when I'm still, it's painful sometimes. Yes. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, but I want to face it so that I don't have that problem.
1: Yeah. My therapist talked to me about like, there's like this, this, this is the stillness area, and above this is the anxiety, and below this is the depression. And I go from this to this, this to these, up and down get high get really anxious okay then then get really depressed get high like i uh, go on stage super anxious then get off stage and eat a lot and then feel depressed and, and go take a nap like i'm napping or i'm performing napping per- like i don't want anything in between right why would i want that though i don't wanna want that i don't, I don't you know don't why want i want the calm because the if i'm calming then i'm not getting anything done and then people will forget me and then I'll go away. No, no but and that, then I'll stop making money and then my parents won't get in a good nursing home. Yeah, but you, you're, then you're, they'll die what alone you're, with
0: bed sores. No, but what you're saying is you're saying if you're not doing something that there's no value to you. That's what you're saying. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's not true. I would disagree. I don't think me sitting on a couch with my foot in a foot massager. But like, it doesn't mean I, you're not doing the other stuff. I mean, I know I have intrinsic value and in that I'm lovable and all these things, but I do feel like I need to provide. I need to work to, to feel good about myself.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you're not valuable when you're just seated and you're just being yourself. That's true. Can That's it be true. both?
1: Yes, it can be both. I'm I right. am lovable just sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can work on that. And ju- yes, I think. But I don't know. I just, I wouldn't, I... Some people, I'm like you're not like step it (laughs) up. Like I know everyone is just like a child of God and everyone's lovable and and yes everyone does deserve love, but like some people are more lovable than others. There's no denying that. Like we all love Meryl Streep more than we like Tom Sandoval. You know, like sorry, we do, which is why Nikki doesn't want to go on vacation. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. Like I just you need to you need to bring it to be loved. But you've brought it, and you're gonna keep bringing it. That's the other thing. You gotta. It's never over. But you're going to keep doing that. That's true. That's true. You're not gonna. That's what I realize is like you're you're like worried
0: that if you bench yourself, you're not gonna play again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it.
0: That's not true. Don't you know yourself enough to know you're going to keep getting up?
1: I feel like it's like working out, though. Like, you got I don't want the muscle to astrophe. I don't want to be uncomfortable again and sore again. I want to, like, stay in shape. Yes, but you trust yourself enough that you'll stay in shape. But if I get sore, I can get a massage. Yeah,
0: you can get a massage. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Nikki. Thank you for having
1: me on Thank- this um, podcast where I outed myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. It was so fun. you you so deep.